Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to another episode of Listen Closely. I'm your host, Bobby, and hopefully we will be back on track with doing these episodes like I'm supposed to on Saturdays. Again, I want to thank you for being so patient with me last week. I was extremely late and I was kind of absent. I was still able to do my Missing Monday because I had that as a scheduled post, but I was like just way behind. So I just, again, want to thank every single one of you for being so patient with me. And hopefully y'all got to catch up on any earlier episodes that you missed because this is season four, episode 12. So if you look back at the very first episode that I posted, you will see that I started March 27th, 2021. And it may not be my full year yet, but holy crap, we've been here a year basically. And it's just so amazing. And I've just learned so much. I've made so many new friends and had so much growth in this year. And I want to just first off, thank you, my listeners, for tuning in every single week, listening to me ramble on about basically my life and my hobby. Because when I'm not actually doing the podcast, like I'm still watching true crimes. I'm still, you know, watching these alien encounter TV shows and ancient aliens and, (laughs) you know, all those different shows. I mean, conspiracy shows. That's my life. You can ask my husband, John, and he will tell you, yeah, my wife's kind of crazy and she loves these things as she falls asleep to watching true crime episodes and it slightly scares him. But, you know, it's just it's one of those things that I love to do. So having been able to do this for a full almost year is just incredible and I want to thank you I know you're listening to me because every day I can look and see one more person's listened or 10 more people have listened and that is amazing it may not seem like that many and especially to like those bigger podcasts where they'll get tens of thousands but to me that means people want to continue to hear me they want to hear these stories and these different encounters and that just means the absolute world to me thank you for letting me do this every single week. Sometimes late, but I still come and I do this because I enjoy it. And like I've said, I've made several friends within the true crime podcast community and just speaking with them and, you know, getting to know each other. It truly means the world to me to, you know, be able to have this community sort of behind me and knows exactly what I'm going through and how the startup is. And I just want to say, if you are thinking about doing a podcast or anything like this, do it. Because I had reservations at first of doing this. I was like, you know, nobody's going to want to listen to me, but we've proven it. People want to hear what you have to say. So if you're thinking about doing a podcast or you're thinking about starting, you know, a talk show or anything, do it. And in fact, I kind of know a perfect person that you can go to for this. If you're in my area, come see me or message me and talk to me and I will get you in contact with my husband who is literally the person that I'm doing this with. I would not be here without him because he decided he was going to start a media company or entertainment company. And I was kind of like on the fence of, yeah, but, uh, you know, this is one of my hobbies. I don't know if I want to really do it. And then I just said, you know what? Why not? Why not do it? And look where we are now. I mean, it's still, like I said, compared to like those bigger Joe Rogans and, you know, those bigger names, even, you know, even 
in Texas, we have like those staple true crime podcasts and I'm nowhere near there. But just within this one year alone, it has been incredible. So I would definitely recommend anybody, if you're thinking about starting it or you're thinking about doing something, maybe not in the same true crime or ghost stories, but you're even thinking about just doing something else that you're passionate about, talk to me. Let me know what you're thinking, and I will try my best to help you. Again, if you're in our area, my I can get my husband to help you. I mean, he has the equipment. He has everything set up. So all you have to do is just come and record. I mean, we can we can figure it out together. So that's just my little tidbit that I want to throw in there because it's been almost a year and it's incredible. It's been a beautiful journey and I know I'm way off topic with everything, but I just, I had to let that out because it's so amazing. We're on episode 12 of season four. Holy crap. And I will be making a very sappy one year post on my Facebook and Instagram thanking, you know, certain people for getting me where I am. So if you're not following me already, you should be. So you can see all the people that kind of helped me out. And you can follow me at at HTT Listen Closely. There I will always post any kind of information, events, anything related to the topics that I'm talking about. As well as this very sappy, I can't believe it's been a year post that I will be posting probably closer to March 27th. But you never know. There might be some events or some live episodes that happen or guest hosts and speakers that I might be having on my show. So you should definitely be following those if you're not already because that's where you're going to get the most information that I have. But let's get on to what we're really here to talk about. And this week we are actually going to be talking about Bigfoot again because like I said, we are never fully done with Bigfoot. Same thing with like aliens. We're never done with it. I mean, there will always be different encounters and different things. So we're going to be touching on it here and there. But this actual Bigfoot encounter comes from a very famous American Texas hero, frontiersman, soldier, and politician. And if you have no idea who I'm talking about, we're talking about the legend Davy Crockett. Yes, Davy Crockett saw Bigfoot. And as crazy as that sounds, let me first get into a little bit about Davy Crockett. Now, obviously, we all know that he was at the Alamo where he would later die fighting for Texas freedom. Now, although he was a native to Tennessee, he left that state and came to Texas because cheap land, natural resources, And he actually ended up falling absolutely in love with Texas because of the many adventures. And he was an outdoorsman. And this was like the perfect place for an outdoorsman. You know, it's the wild, untamed Texas. So he fell in love with it so much that he decided, I'm going to fight for their freedom, for their independence. And if you've been out of school a little bit longer than you would like to admit And you're like, I remember the name Davy Crockett, but I really don't remember which one that one is. He is most famously depicted with the coonskin cap. If that rings a bell for you, it should because there was only one that was really like, oh yeah, okay, him. Which should tell you that this man absolutely loved being outdoors. He was skilled as a woodsman and hunting and everything outdoors. So naturally, he saw something one day 
that he will never forget. And in fact, he wrote to his brother-in-law about this encounter. So one day while out exploring close to the actual national forest that is named after him, he encountered what he described as a shape and shade of a large ape man. And he goes on to describe it basically like any historical or modern day Sasquatch sighting. However, there was one major difference between his sighting versus the, you know, average Joe Sasquatch or Bigfoot sighting. His Bigfoot talked to him and not only talked to him, but gave him some fortune telling. And this Bigfoot actually gave him a warning about the events that would occur at the Alamo where Davy Crockett died six months later. So this Bigfoot told him, look, get out of Texas, get out of that fort, abandon it. It's like, it's a lost cause. Don't even try, don't go, like just get out, get away from Texas. And when he began to question this Bigfoot on why he's saying these things, the creature spread upon the wind like the morning steam swirls off a frog pond. And within an instant, he was gone. So we don't really know, was this really and truly a Bigfoot or was this possibly like an angel that took the form of a Bigfoot to try and save Davy or was he hallucinating possibly on who knows what? Was it just that he was dehydrated after being in the woods for so long? Because, you know, at this time they had been out in the woods for a little bit, you know, he was sitting down trying to rest a little bit. He's trying to grab a little bite to eat when this figure approached. So was this sighting a new species, aka the Bigfoot? Or was it just a hallucination or a vivid dream from a man who had been working all day and was just a little tired? It's kind of hard to say, but the fact that Davy Crockett, a key figure in Texas history, admittedly saw this and it spoke to him which is incredible it gives a little bit more validity because the one thing that people who say Bigfoot does not exist is because like he hasn't really like we can't we have no physical evidence but the fact that we have evidence that it has been around for generations I mean way back in the early ages of Texas and of, you know, when the area was just nothing but wilderness does help solidify that it has been around for quite a while. And although we have not seen it or we don't have documented evidence, which some people would argue we do, but, you know, most people are like, well, then where's the bodies? Where's this physical evidence? Where is the DNA? You know, where's all these things? And the fact that we have Davy Crockett, who basically lived out in the wilderness, who said, yeah, I saw something too. It just gives it just a little bit more of a, okay, there might be something. Now, granted, his did talk to him, which maybe he just hallucinated it talking to him. Maybe he actually did see the Bigfoot, but he hallucinated that it talked to him. See what I'm saying? So, like, we can't totally disprove his his encounter, but it's just a little bit weird that his did talk back to him and told him, hey, don't go to the Alamo. Whatever you do, get out of Texas. But, I mean, it was right. And as far as the physical evidence and, you know, why haven't we really captured anything other than shaky video or footprints that may or may not have been from the Bigfoot but could have also been faked, maybe 
And this is just me and my conspiracy self. And my husband will probably tell you, yep, that's one of her like foil cone head theories. But maybe the government's taking that evidence. I mean, you would think there have been plenty of people that said we've seen stuff. We've heard stuff. We have this documentation. And then all of a sudden it's silenced. And we know that the government and, you know, different entities that are powerful will silence certain things. If they don't want it to be talked about, they will distract you with something else. They will talk about something else or they will silence that person by paying them off or, you know, destroying evidence or anything. I mean, it's happened time and time again, not just with like Bigfoot stuff, but with actual crimes that have occurred. I mean, I don't want to really compare it, but if we compare it to like, say, the uh, Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Things are getting silenced. Things are being swept under the rug. Like, we're not going to talk about that. I'm not saying that's anywhere near Bigfoot. But we have seen that it has occurred in several different places. So what's to say that that's not exactly what's happening here? People are not getting paid off. Their evidence is getting destroyed and taken. We don't know. We'll never fully know. I mean, even the government with UFOs and aliens, they were like, no, that's that's totally, that's not a thing. We don't know what you're talking about. They don't exist. And now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, well, we've kind of had these reports for a while um, that say we don't exactly know what it is, but it's something. So maybe, you know, down the line we'll have those reports of Bigfoot. Like, hey, guys, just kidding. We've known all about it. It's it's something. We don't know what it is, but it's something. And like I said, my I'm, my husband will be listening to this, smiling and laughing and like, yeah, that's one of her crazy conspiracy theory, you know, like just, you just got to let her go. You just got to let her think what she thinks. And I mean, I can't disprove her, but she's just on her little crazy rampage and on her soapbox of craziness, which he doesn't think I'm fully crazy. I mean, I, he knows I'm not, you know, one of those like weirdo <laughs> The moon landing was a cover-up type people, but I mean, it. I do make some pretty strong cases for certain things, and I'm not the only one who thinks these things. Again, I mean, I base everything off of, well, if we can't disprove it and we can't prove it, I mean, that's just one of those gray area, you know, but the fact that so many people for so long have seen things that we cannot explain, you can't say we're all hallucinating the same thing. You see where I'm going? Like, we're not all hallucinating certain things. Yes, that it, there is like a pack mentality type of thing where like if one person says, oh, yeah, I did see that. But the fact that it's been all around the world, I mean, there's not just the Texas Bigfoot or Sasquatch that, or Ape Man. I mean, they have things like the Yeti. How would people all the way in the mountains be talking about almost the exact same creature And yet we've never really had contact with them until recently. Like they, they had no way of really saying like, oh yeah, Texas has a big foot. So we're going to basically copy them. We're going to call it the Yeti. That that doesn't make any sense to me. So there's got to be something there. I'm not saying it's for sure the exact big foot that everybody's describing, but I'm not, not saying it either. All I can say is everyone who is out in the woods, out doing hunting or fishing along the lakes or anything, there's only one thing you need to be doing, and that's listen closely.